Ready. Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing Podcast. In today's episode, I'll be interviewing my uncle, Neri. He's going to be speaking about breeding, what is it called? Uh, Dubia roaches. And he. this is his hobby that he's doing this for, this, this roach farming. So, Uncle Neri, how are you today? I am well. Thank you for having me on this evening. No problem. So tell us a little bit how you started even getting into this into this hobby. Decided when I retired to, uh, when I was a kid, I had all kind of animals, reptiles, and it's just a hobby I decided to get back into. Oh, okay. So you're retired now, and uh, how many, about how many roaches do you say you have? Would you say you have? Uh, currently, uh, probably minimum 50,000. Oh my goodness. And so totally. what is, what is the the point in, in breeding roaches, super worms, and beetles? Um, well, uh, like I said, when I, when I got into it, back into reptiles, mm-hmm. um, I was having to buy food mm-hmm. and the roaches and the worms are a meat source for the reptiles that I have, which are bearded dragons. Other oh, reptiles okay. do eat, eat, eat them, but uh, I bought them for the purpose of feeding uh, my reptiles, and uh, a lot of times I would go to the stores, pet stores, and most pet stores don't carry them here in the city, uh, but the one that I would uh, uh, shop, they uh, at times would be out, so I decided to start breeding my own. So you... Wait, you have bearded dragons here? Yes. Right now? Yeah. Don't you see that one? Right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. So yeah, they're how they're big good. are how big are bearded dragons for them to eat those small roaches? Like uh, they're, I mean, the one I only have two currently, but one's a large, um, called a German giant mm-hmm. uh, bearded dragon, female. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how much she weighs. She's probably about two foot, two and a half foot long. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. That just threw me off because I didn't know you had it. I didn't you know, know you had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one right there. Like I said, right there. Right here. I didn't know it was here. But we're also joined here with my mother, my aunt Tonette, my cousin Danielle, and my aunt Yvonne. Uh, so we'll all be asking questions as they come up because this is a very interesting topic. So, um, and you said you said, okay. okay, so you mentioned earlier that, that, um, they breed constantly. One of them, the roaches, I think you said they breed constantly. How do you keep from them breeding too many of them? Because you said you have 50,000 of them. Yes. How do you keep from being just with, overran by roaches? Yeah. With, uh, with dubia roaches, you can control their breeding habits by the temperature because they're from Central South America and they are accustomed to a hot environment and they won't breed unless the temperature is normally 72, 75 degrees or higher. Uh, So... Uh, for example, when I first started, 
before I start actually selling them as a hobby, I kind of got spooked by the amount that I was starting to get because they breed so, so much. I mean, the females can have babies, can get pregnant once a month, actually, once a month. And uh, so I start panicking because I bred them, you know, to feed, yeah. to feed my reptiles. And, and now, you know, though, you know, how we used to talk about as kids, how roaches multiply. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true. And it's like I had tons of them and I just backed the heat off because mm. the containers that I uh, used to do the uh, colonies in, uh, they have uh, thermo, uh, thermostat or ther- uh, thermal heating uh, attached to them. So that's how I control the temperature. And so okay. I back the temperature off Ooh. and it slows down the, the mating process, slows down. I got a question. What do roaches eat? Uh, yeah, I feed them collard greens, <laughs> celery, oh, lettuce, <laughs> carrots, um, uh, apples. Oranges. So they're vegetarians. <laughs> With their own refrigerator. They they eat yeah. You know, you think about roaches eating everything. Yeah. You can probably throw about anything in there really. But <clears throat> for the purpose of selling them to people with reptiles, I feed them a good diet. A diet that the reptiles would eat themselves. Or, you know, something healthy for the reptiles that I'm selling uh, the roaches to my customers for, you know. I don't know if I said that quite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you there was a, a process that you said you can tell the male from the female. What was the name of that process? Well, once they, uh, I, I just use the term sex out, mm-hmm. is, is once you see wings on a dubia roach. Yeah. That's a sign that it's a male. Okay. And the other the uh, other way to tell to distinguish the female is once they sex out is they actually turn from a brown color to a, a more of a black color. Okay. And it's it's just an easier way to 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 quit on a quick glance a novice, you know, could say, "Oh, okay, I know that's a female because it's black." Right. Or yeah. that's a male because I see the wings. Okay. Yeah. And they so they actually fly or you said they glide? They they can't fly. They have wings, but they can't fly. They they'll glide. So if you picked up one and you just kind of tossed it in the air, uh-huh. it would kind of do like a kite coming down. You know, as you bring a kite down, how Oof. it kind of just goes and, up and then kind of flutters down. And how big they can they fly. get? Females uh I'd say the I've probably had them where they're probably close to two inches long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest that they can get. The females get bigger than the the males, mm-hmm. and the appearance is obviously different. Yeah. So the females are a lot bigger, and they look totally different once they adult out. Right. You know, the difference in the male and the female totally different. 
And where are these roaches found? Uh, they're found, I uh, think, uh, Central South America. And the, very warm, very warm climate. And so, and then it, it's it's normal to just, I guess, ship them over here. How they now that I haven't researched, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, people like me keep them going, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, like I said, I I got started from ordering a bunch of them online mm-hmm. or getting them from the pet store. Here in the city, and then starting, you know, right. starting my own process after researching, you know, the uh, the breeding process, yeah. how to set up a colony and mm-hmm. uh, maintain. Uh, it just creeps the, me uh, out. The, the <laughs> I'm just curious. Do you do this mainly uh, as a business, or mainly just because you enjoy doing it as a hobby? As a it's hobby. more of a hobby for for me. Uh, I've always been into outdoors, mm-hmm. kind of uh, the whole outdoor thing, and it's you know it's more <laughs> of a hobby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, so what's the difference between I don't I don't know the name of mm-hmm. <laughs> your typical. I guess you would call it. A, I don't want. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say a household roach. <laughs> Domestic, right? So, so what's the, the difference? difference? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never googled that question, <laughs> uh-huh. but the only thing I can say Price. is <laughs> money. <laughs> Thank you, cuz. I, um, I, I haven't heard anybody in the city selling domestic roaches <laughs> to, <laughs> to people. To people with reptiles, okay. So I don't think people with reptiles are into domestic roaches. They may not, and I mean, I don't know, but I doubt if they would eat them. You mm-hmm. know, it's you know, I can I can feed mine one thing today, and tomorrow they don't they right. don't want it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a domestic roach, I don't know that they would eat it, and I they they might try it. But domestic roach, I'm not sure what they carry as far as protein. Oh, okay. The protein yeah, level. They look pretty the, germy. The protein yeah. level in the dubia roach uh-huh. is, uh, I believe, is like six times more protein than a cricket, which is what they would probably sell you in most pet stores because a lot of pet stores around the city don't sell the roaches. They would sell you crickets. But the roaches, uh, one roach is like six more times the protein than a cricket. Mm. So it's they're quite a bit more expensive than buying crickets in the pet store than buying the roaches. Okay, this is going to be a real stupid question. But I was told there's never a stupid question. Um, can we eat the can roaches? Eat I'm sorry. Not the domestic. I, I don't do me a roaches. I think if uh you know I I tease a lot about watching the show Naked and Afraid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've never seen a show in Central or South America that took place in that area where where that's what they were 
that's what they found to eat, mm-hmm. you know, because they try to scavenge and find food and hunt and fish. And, right, and looking for the protein. Yeah, and to look for protein. But uh, I'd venture to say, you. I mean, if you had to survive, well, you, you could. They did eat the cicadas. People were eating all of those. That's, cicadas. yeah. This, so it's a possibility. I mean, like you said. Yeah, because protein, I mean, it may, I don't, I don't know, you know, one from another may get, you know, sick from eating one just because it's gross and it's not. <laughs> no, I ain't eating no domestic folks. No, I mean, you I'm want to kill that. You want to get a bunch of these, you know. So would you be interested so. in eating one, Tonette? Or? I, I would try it, sure. For what? What made you think of eating a roach? Protein. <laughs> yeah, I, I, need, protein. I need protein. My body protein. requires protein. So uh, you're just going to stop by Uncle Nary's and eat you a couple of roaches? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I get hungry and <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be like... Dig it good inflation. <laughs> No, I'll tell right. you I'm yeah. not eating any I'm feeding roaches. the whole family. <laughs> I'm feeding the whole family. We got some nice size ones out there. Man. 50,000 so- of them. <laughs> yeah. At, at least. 50,000. And then, so what about the, the super worm? And you said, so it starts off as a beetle and then it turns to a super worm or vice versa? Well, the, the super worms that I, uh, I breed, uh, they're... Um, if you're going to get into the breeding process, because there's no pet store that I'm aware of here in the city where you could buy the actual beetle. Uh-huh. It's the beetle that breeds, mm-hmm. and then they're, um, um, what do you call it? Uh, anyway, their larva or whatever mm-hmm. is is an egg that turns then to a little bitty worm mm-hmm. you can hardly see it with the naked eye yeah you can really really barely you have to really look for it it's, it almost you almost need magnification to see it yeah. once it goes from the egg to the worm mm-hmm. which is what will eventually end up you know and so it's a super worm um but you uh so in the pet store you'd have to buy the super worm mm-hmm. and then you take it through a process that uh uh to get it to yeah. ch- to change over to the beetle okay and the beetle again is what does that's where the breeding process comes from okay well, i have, See, another, like that. I have okay. another question um so basically what you're saying is people who own reptiles mm-hmm. they can't go to a pet store and get the the beetle the beetles so right. people like you are used to you, you did, they have yeah, to reach somebody like you a breeder like you like me or if you went to the pet store and you want to start to breed yourself in order to have super worms <laughs> okay to feed your reptiles you would have to go to the pet store and buy super worms <laughs> the actual worms that you feed to you know to yeah. to reptiles and then there's the process is you have to then separate them out individually away from each other so they're by themselves and uh, you basically 
separate them out uh, because if you have them a bunch of them together, it's like they're the prey, the prey, and their metabolism is real high. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to separate them to bring their metabolism down, mm-hmm. so that they go like into a rigor mortis state, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, if you watch the process as they start to to go into this rigor mortis state, you'll eventually see them. If they don't die first, you'll see them start to to come into a uh, a horseshoe farm, you mm-hmm. know, where they kind of curl up. Yeah, and it takes usually between around somewhere around fourteen days. Okay. For it to go from the once you separate them out, for it to go from the worm, super worm, mm-hmm. separating them out about fourteen days, and then they'll turn into what's called pupate, mm-hmm. and it's it's a really weird looking uh, image. It mm-hmm. takes on from the worm to this new image, mm-hmm. and then it'll it'll remain. There as the pupate, this this weird looking species, mm-hmm. if you will, to uh, to the beetle, it'll take about at least ten days, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, to turn from the uh, pupate to the beetle. Yeah, and then that's when you start your breeding. Yeah, for superworm. So. Do your bearded dragons, do they eat the, they the will, beetle and the superworm or no? They just only uh, eat the I've roaches. Never, I've never seen anybody feed the beetle mm-hmm. because the beetle is a hard A hard shell. shell. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> but the, the reptile will eat the pupate. Okay. Because okay. the pupate moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it moves it and it's a soft. <laughs> and so it's a, if it moves, it, it to them becomes potential target. Mm-hmm. And so they might lunge after it with, well, with their tongue. Mm-hmm. And, but I know for a fact they, uh, that my reptiles, they will eat pupae. Okay. They will eat the pupae. And do your, do your bearded dragons just stay in but the cages? But you don't want to feed the pupae off. Uh-huh. But to answer the question, they will eat. Okay. And do you keep your bearded dragons like what do they just stay in the cage all uh, they, day long or they they live in uh basically fish tanks. Oh, okay. Mhm. Uh, or terrariums. People keep terrariums. Mm-hmm. So yeah. They're more they exotic see. and you know, terrarium you you can grow plants and fish aquariums too. Yeah. A lot of people really go to you know, more to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, to decorate the, you know, yeah, their habitat. Okay. Yeah, but I'll be more than glad to show you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I will have to see that. Great. Thank you so much. Does anybody else have any questions? No. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm going to actually be posting, um, I guess, a couple of links in the description. So if you guys want to check out some of the pictures, some of the videos. Definitely just go ahead and click on it in the link. But other than that, thank you guys so much. Be sure to stay blessed.